Welcome to episode 12 of the Cars Podcast. I'm your host, Yurin Dreyshuk. Topics that we have on hand today is Colin Kaepernick's new book deal, a waiter in Alabama refusing to serve the Oakland A's Bruce Maxwell after he knelt during the national anthem, and more. Now, Colin Kaepernick's book deal is in a partnership with Random House Imprint, One World, that is worth over $1 million. Ian Moore of Page Six initially reported this. Now, to me, I think this is a phenomenal endeavor for Colin Kaepernick because, you know, he's not playing football right now. His activism got him blackballed, unfortunately. It's wrong, and he's he was fighting for an amazing cause. I've been backing up Kaepernick for months now, for a year now, because his cause, kneeling during the national anthem to protest racial inequality in America, that's the right thing to do. But going back to this book deal... I think um, he's probably going to discuss racial injustices throughout a lot, of the, a lot of these novels. And since he can't do it on the field anymore, why not just publish a book about it? You know, the, these kind of topics, it's guaranteed the top to charts, uh, top to charts of bestsellers in regards to books. Um, Colin Kaepernick, I think he should analyze a lot of these issues, a lot of the, the issues that he knelt for. The racial oppression going on in America, you know, um, America electing a white supremacist, in my opinion, Donald Trump. I think Colin Kaepernick he'll elaborate more on Trump and his um novels, and I don't know um if he's gonna voice racism in NFL locker rooms if he's ever dealt with it. But this is just a brilliant idea to me because now the the entire world will know what he's fighting for. In the NFL, they didn't want to hear what he had to say because a lot, you know, a lot of these white owners, they're billionaires. They make tons of money, millions of dollars every single day off of merchandise sales, you know, game day ticket sales, merchandise, food at the stadium, etc. And so they, they, they're not concerned about what problems African Americans are dealing with in America, in America on a daily basis. And so Colin Kaepernick, he's at the forefront of these issues. In my opinion, he's one of the most innovative uh, civil rights leaders from sports since Muhammad Ali. You know, it's crazy. Um, a lot of white Americans, they they hated Muhammad Ali. They hated Ali. They hated his guts so much when he was when he dodged the Vietnam War. He refused to fight in the war because he he didn't like the message of the war. And um, you know, he he always fought for civil rights, especially as someone that's black and Muslim. And so we haven't seen activism like this in sports ever since Muhammad Ali. Colin Kaepernick, he's done a phenomenal job of bringing racial injustices to light. And I thought, you know, Jim Brown, he would be a guy that would address these issues to the fullest. But like he came out in September, he said, oh, Colin Kaepernick is desecrating the flag and the anthem. And so I'm really disappointed in, in Jim Brown because... He fought for these same issues throughout the 1960s for decades. He, he was a, he was a phenomenal activist all up until now. So, since Jim Brown can't do it anymore, I don't know if too many injuries have been in his head throughout his playing career. But Colin Kaepernick is one that I think is the perfect guy in sports to address these issues because it seems like a lot of these guys aren't really kneeling that much anymore over the past few weeks. But Michael Bennett of the Seattle Seahawks, he came out saying that players will not 
come to a resolution with NFL owners until Colin Kaepernick has a job. And a lot of these NFL owners, they just don't care because I remember at the NFL owners' fall annual meeting a few weeks back when it was time to discuss Colin Kaepernick, all these owners went on the lunch break, which was extremely, extremely disrespectful. So that just shows they're not concerned with any of these issues. They're not concerned with the issues that players are trying to address off the field. And once again, I mentioned this before, NFL players, they're not there to serve and satisfy these owners 24-7 every single hour of the week. They have lives outside of football. They have lives outside of football, and they'll get profiled regardless of their financial status, regardless of if they're an NFL player. Michael Bennett, last month, excuse me, it was during the end of August, during Mayweather-McGregor weekend here in Vegas, and there was a shooting um, below the Dre's nightclub in Las Vegas and a reported shooting. And when everyone dug down, Michael Bennett, he was ducking, and he tried to run, but police immediately stopped him. Of course, that profile right there, big black guy, by police. And when they finally realized who he was, they let him go. But you know it's how they see a black man running. The first thing they think is he's a suspect. And so these are kind of issues that Kaepernick is bringing, is bringing to the forefront. And him bringing all these thoughts and topics to published novels, it's just a phenomenal idea. He can make a lot of money off of this. Like, and like I said, it has a potential to top the charts of, top the charts of bestsellers regarding book sales. And it's a good idea because he's obviously being blackballed by the NFL. They're trying to silence him. I guess he's not going to get a job in the NFL anymore. And so basically still bringing these issues to the world, still discussing these issues to the world and publishing it on paper, that's the best way to do it because he would still get his money and he he will still have a chance to bring about significant change by addressing these issues. And so every single book that Colin Kaepernick publishes, every one of them that he writes, I'm going to buy them because I support the messages that he stands for. I support him fighting racial inequality in America, addressing the problems that African-Americans deal with in this country on a daily basis. And I'm I'm ready to see what, what kind of content is in these books. And I think it's just, yeah, I think he's going to do a phenomenal job on these books. And there's gonna, they're going to be extremely successful. And I'm, I'm very happy for Kaepernick. Now, another athlete who is heavily influenced by Kaepernick's kneeling at the national anthem to protest these racial injustices was Oakland A's player Bruce Maxwell. Over a little, a little over a month and a half ago, he knelt during the national anthem to become the first player in Major League Baseball to do so. And now, obviously, he faced a lot of backlash, and we see that predominantly baseball is a predominantly white sport. Well, predominantly white fan bases and players, and so obviously he got a lot of backlash for that. And um, recently, at an Alabama restaurant, a server he noticed that who Maxwell was, and said, "Oh, aren't you the guy who took a knee?" Well, I support that everything Trump stands for. And so then, following that moment, he refused to see Maxwell. And obviously, you know, this is Alabama. I'm not surprised whatsoever that this happened. It's been the red state for the longest. I don't see it going blue anytime soon. 
And, you know, we have a lot of racists at Alabama. It's been that way for decades, decades. And so, obviously, someone who kneels during the national anthem, you're going to see a lot of guys in Alabama, a lot of people that are going to use patriotism to cover up the racism, point blank period. A lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of these people who ag, who adv, advocate for the flag, they're not really flag supporters. They just hate that black people are fighting for racial equality in America. That's all it is, point blank. A lot of these, a lot of these biggest, they just don't want black people to have rights in America, so they're gonna completely ignore the message of players kneeling during the national anthem to protest against these racial injustices. They're gonna to continue to lose to use the troops. As an excuse for the national anthem, they're gonna use patriotism as an excuse, and like like we saw with with Sergeant David Johnson dying in Niger, Donald Trump completely ignored his death and completely didn't care for his well-being by saying to his widow, "That's what he signed up for." Really, really, that's what he signed up for. But all these other white the white soldiers that die. You, he hasn't came out saying that's what they signed up for. He pays tribute to all of them and uses them as an excuse as why, of why athletes can't kneel during the national anthem. But a black soldier dies, and that's what he signs for. Disgusting. It really is. That's what people like this service stand for. They don't care if black people die in combat in war. They won't use black people as an excuse to to uplift their patriotism. Like I said, white supremacy is so dominant in America that it'll be used in any situation to defend to defend someone's bigotry. And that's that that's the case in this situation with the server. He hates that Maxwell is fighting for a great cause to protest against bigotry in America, against people that are like that server. Point blank period. Another regular critic of these national anthem kneelings is Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. We saw his hypocrisy a couple weeks back when he said that he would bench any player who knelt during the national anthem or sat down. And I mentioned his his hypocrisy because about, I think it was about five weeks ago, he knelt with his team before the national anthem, before a Monday night football game against the Arizona Cardinals, which I thought was pathetic and weak because if he wanted to stand in solidarity with his players, it would have been during the national anthem. And not before. I think it was a weak move on his part to please all the white supremacist fans at the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what? They still got booed prior to the national anthem. Still got booed. And so Jerry Jones didn't care, as usual. And he reverted back to his racism and bigotry just because Donald Trump called and said that his players shouldn't be kneeling during the national anthem. And, and the fact that now Jerry Jones is saying the NFL is being damaged by this national anthem issue? How? How, Jerry? How? Because players are using a major platform to address racial oppression in America? How is the NFL being damaged? Roger Goodell, he came out saying, yeah, it would be good if the, if the players stood during the national anthem, but there's no punishment that's going to be handed down for kneeling during the national anthem. And this was a this was a move made by the NFL at their annual fall owners meeting um, a few weeks back, and I applaud the NFL for that because unlike the NBA, they they I guess the NFL supports players voicing their concerns. Going back to what I just said about the NBA, Commissioner Adam Silver 
He penned a letter not too long ago saying he encourages, he encourages athletes to voice concerns that they have regarding social issues. Then he went back saying that, oh, players must stand for the national anthem. He sent a memo out to all teams saying that they have to. But the NFL, even though if they really say that there's no punishment for kneeling during the national anthem, why is Colin Kaepernick not have a job then? Why isn't he being signed by the Green Bay Packers, who lost Aaron, who's who might lose Aaron Rodgers for the entire season? Why haven't the Arizona Cardinals signed Colin Kaepernick when Carson Palmer he he just suffered a significant injury? He's gonna be out for a long duration of time. And besides the New York Jets being four and three, what franchise quarterback do they have leading their team? Tell me, you know. And the Miami Dolphins they're winning, but are they really gonna put all their chips in Jay Cutler or Matt Moore? A lot of teams could use Con Kaepernick. He, the the guy is still 29 years old. He's not 39 years old. He's not some washed-up has-been that can't play ball at all. This is the same guy from five years ago who took the San Francisco 49ers to a Super Bowl. Came damn near close to winning it all, too. So, uh, it's just crazy to me that, that the NFL, they don't want to punish players for kneeling during the national anthem, but they already did that to Con Kaepernick. He's better than ha- he's he's better than every single backup quarterback in the NFL, guaranteed. There's there's no debate about that. This man, he puts up numbers. He puts up better numbers than every single backup quarterback in the NFL. You could debate this all you want. It's just facts. It's just the way it is. So if the if the NFL really thinks that they don't have an issue with these national anthem protests, tell some of these teams to sign Con Kaepernick. I know a lot of these teams that they, they could spend the money. A lot of them need a quarterback, or else they're they're just gonna miss the playoffs. Are they really gonna? Will they really take a dismal season over signing Con Kaepernick, who who's who who's done nothing wrong? He didn't hurt anybody. He didn't say any bad names about anybody. He just protested racial oppression by kneeling during the national anthem. That's all he did. And so Roger Goodell, he needs to step in and say that what Jerry Jones has been saying is completely wrong. And the fact that he was willing to bench even his star players for kneeling during the national anthem is just wrong. And I, look, I don't even think that Dak Prescott, Des Bryant, Ezekiel Elliott, I don't doubt that they're, they're great people off the field, but they just don't seem the type of guys that would kneel during the national anthem anyway. We saw Des Bryant t- take to Twitter back in August saying he's got a family to feed, he loves his black people, but he can't risk messing up his money in regards to kneeling during the national anthem and speaking about racial issues in America. And that was weak on Des Bryant's part. So, But Jerry Jones, he doesn't have the guts to bench a star player like Dak Prescott who could win games for him. A guy who took over for Tony Romo last year after he got injured and led the Cowboys to a 13-3 season but fell short again in the NFL playoffs. You know, and So he doesn't have the guts to really do that. This is the same guy who signed Greg Hardy, who who had a horrific domestic abuse case. Still signed him, still brought him on. This is the same guy who signed anybody as long as they win him games, regardless of the regardless of the constant problems, the constant legal issues off the field. But but all of a sudden he has a problem with players protesting racial oppression during the national anthem. What people fail to realize, I said this over and over again. Listen to the entire lyrics of the national anthem. There's a verse in there that promotes slavery. 
The national anthem isn't for black people. Sadly, it's a sad truth. So why, why do white Americans, why are they in an uproar about black people protesting a flag in a country that has never been with them, that's never been by their side since slavery, since Jim Crow laws, since segregation, throughout the last 400 years of black, black people have had to fight their way for rights in America. So how, how are these issues troubling? This is basically the civil rights movement all over again. I thought America, I thought America is supposed to supposedly tolerant now. First Amendment rights, First Amendment rights. That, listen that. So what's the issue? Is this really damaging the NFL? And, and it's it's puzzling to me because you see restaurants, people don't even want to show up to watch games there because of the anthem protests. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? We have a, a white supremacist in office running the country that promotes hate and bigotry. But you have a problem with NFL players that are fighting against hate and bigotry. So what that goes to show me that America is a reflection of this hate and bigotry that Colin Kaepernick is kneeling against and what these other NFL players are kneeling against. That's just what it is. So the NFL, they just need to condemn what Jerry Jones is saying. And there's a lot of other owners that... Not, not all these NFL owners are bad. A lot of them did donate to Trump's campaign, which was it's disgusting to me. But guys like Atlanta Falcons owner Arthur Blank, he came out saying players have a right to kneel respectfully. That's what they've been doing. They haven't been talking during the national anthem. All they did was take a knee or sit on the bench. That's it. That's it. And that's their form of silent protest. And that's what, it's, that's what we preach, right? Protesting in a civilized way. That's what these NFL players are doing. Jerry Jones needs to acknowledge that. And these other NFL owners need to acknowledge that. Go and sign Colin Kaepernick. He's going to win you ball games. Point blank period. Protests aren't hurting the NFL. When Colin Kaepernick's in your locker room, watch how many games you win. You're going to forget about any protests. Yeah, he might still kneel during the national anthem. But is that going to affect your money? Just people are still going to buy tickets to your games. It's the National Football League. The most popular... Sports league in the country. That is going to be that way for a long time. So Colin Kaepernick kneeling won't affect anything at all. Because there's a large majority of your fan base. A large majority that support racial inequality being fought against. So wake, the NFL needs to wake up. And so does the rest of America. They really do. This is episode 12 of the College Podcast. I'm your host, Yurian Dreyshuk. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm.